Hello everyone and welcome to season 4 episode 3 of the Potter Discussion. I am your host Oscar and here on the Potter Discussion we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little easter eggs you might have missed and you probably did. Today I have a very, very interesting, I'll leave it at that, interesting theory for you. This one I am calling Project Dumbledore. I will be telling you what Dumbledore and Nicholas Flamel were doing in the space between. What I mean by that is Dumbledore and Flamel met a very long time ago. Then, hundreds of years, hundreds of years, well, I should say Nicholas Flamel has lived for hundreds of years, but Dumbledore and Flamel were working together for just maybe 30 to 50 years. So they created the Sorcerer's Stone, but then why did they just do that in the last four years, four or five years of their working together? They had so much more time, and what did they do with it? That is the question I will be answering today, so let's get right into it. Project Dumbledore. The death of Ariana Dumbledore was a huge hit to the morale of Dumbledore and the rest of his family. It was never thought of that maybe Dumbledore might have tried to somehow bring Ariana back to life. Today, I would like to explore the notion that Albus Dumbledore tried to bring his own sister back to the land of the living. The bulk of this theory takes place in the early 1900s, and it involves many characters from the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them movies. To start, I would want like to give to give some backstory on this theory and who made it possible. Dumbledore lived a sad sort of childhood. His family was never whole. And he only had the smallest group of friends. His father was sent to prison when Dumbledore was young, and his mother died shortly after. When his sister was killed, Dumbledore was devastated. It affected him even after the event occurred. I found it strange that Dumbledore would just move on and never look back after Ariana was killed. In his youth, Dumbledore was smart and crafty. Just leaving Ariana how she was didn't seem right. But it could have been that Dumbledore thought Ariana was at a much more peaceful state if she was dead. Dumbledore was very smart, even at a very young age. He must have known that bringing Ariana back wouldn't have gone unnoticed. Even so... It was, and is, Dumbledore's greatest sadness to see Ariana stay dead. And let me tell you, I do think that Dumbledore did something about it. Here is a timeline. The first notable occurrence in this theory is the Sorcerer's Stone birth. After many years of research and experimentation, Albus Dumbledore and Nicholas Flamel made the first ever functional stone in the 1900s. 
But, in all detail, the first draft of the stone was made in the 14th century by Nicholas Flamel. Dumbledore was only there to make the final tweaks. And when it was finally announced to the world that the stone was in existence, Dumbledore and Flamel did it together, making it look like the two made the entire thing. But in reality, Flamel created the stone and was perfecting it so for like 500 years, before Dumbledore ever even had a clue. So, the big question is, what were they doing? They had so much time to make or do anything. We, however, don't see a thing. What other project could the two have been working on? I just so happen to have an answer. I think Dumbledore was trying to stretch the laws of magic and do something impossible. Dumbledore had a stone that produced endless life. Just think, what person can you think of that would be in need of life? You guessed it, Ariana Dumbledore. I think Dumbledore was trying to call his deceased sister back from the dead. And he did it using a core part of her that could never die. Her Obscurus. You may be thinking, well, how did Dumbledore manage to get his hands on an Obscurus, much less his sister? Well, there is a ch- there's a character who can check all the boxes. He has an Obscurus that is not his own. He's a friend of Dumbledore and lived at the exact right time. Newt Scamander. We see the Obscurus he drew out of the little girl in his suitcase thingy. (laughs) Newt says that he got it from a little girl right around the time that Ariana died. I mean, it all fits. So, what I think happened is Dumbledore tried to sort of regrow Ariana using her Obscurus. However, in the story, we see no Ariana. Why? Well, maybe what happened wasn't planned. Maybe it just didn't work out. I think with all the the experimentation and testing that Dumbledore was doing on himself combined with what he was doing on the Obscurus, he created something new. I think Dumbledore created one Credence. And gut. Whoa, that is the theory for today, and man, it's a good one. There are a couple of talking points that I would like to mention, so let us mention, (laughs) let us mention those. So the first talking point I would like to discuss is my previous theory about uh, Credence's origins. I think that was, uh, I don't know the number, but Credence Origins, that was the episode. I talked about how I think Dumbledore's um, Dumbledore created an Obscurus when Ariana died in himself, but it was just so powerful that it kind of escaped the realm of just being in Dumbledore and became its own living and breathing thing. And the beauty of this is I think that that's, uh, that theory still holds up because... I don't think the, so of course, with this extra layer of research I was doing on Obscurus's Credence and Ariana, 
I found that, well, I didn't find it, but I was thinking about it, and I think that Dumbledore actually didn't just make the Obscurus, and then boom, it was done. I think that the Obscurus was building inside of him, and because he had kind of a tragic life, I hate to say it, but I think all of his, his Obscurus was just getting more powerful and more powerful, because as he grew older, of course, he went to Hogwarts, he learned magic, he met Grindelwald, all these different things happened in his life, and it, that was just all piling onto his Obscurus that was inside of him. So, when Dumbledore met Flamel, and they decided to make the stone, Dumbledore had the brilliant idea of making his sister, because she was dead. And of course, Dumbledore wanted another another companion in life, so he tried to regrow, um, regrow Ariana using her own Obscurus that Newt happened to have, because we saw they were pretty, pretty, uh, close, Newt and Dumbledore, so... I don't think it would. Uh, I don't think it was a problem for, um, for Dumbledore to get the Obscurus from Newt. And the second talking point I was thinking about is the actual movie, and we see the Obscurus, and it is there and is protected in the little bubble thing, but we also see Creedence. So I was thinking about how that could kind of fit into this theory. And I think it does, because the Obscurus isn't, like, just a cloud, and that's it. I think it kind of is just, like, Dumbledore was going off of the idea of creating life for something that belonged to um, his sister. So, if you, like, for example, if you get an apple seed from an apple tree... It might grow back, but it isn't going to be the exact same than the seed that you got it from. It is going to be extremely similar, but it's not going to be the same. And you may say, like, how are Credence and Ariana even, like, remotely close to being the same? But think about it. Not really the best relationship with their parents. Of course, Ariana didn't really know her parents at all. Because they went to prison and kind of died really early on in her life. But, and they both, of course, had obscuruses that were directly impacting how they were, how they were doing. And they, their lives, their lives were in danger constantly, wherever they went, because their obscurus could just explode out of them and do whatever, any time that they were on, well, they were off, I just say. When their guard was down, the obscurus could come out. So, I think... Dumbledore got Newt's Obscurus and tried to make Ariana, but when Credence uh, came about, I think Newt had the Obscurus for a very long time, and Credence, of course, is a full-grown, well, somewhat full-grown man in the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find the movie, so I think Dumbledore was experimenting on the Obscurus when Credence, well, not actually, Credence wasn't uh, alive yet, so it was uh, many years before, actually, I should say 19, exactly 19 years before the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find the movie, because that's how old Credence is. So Dumbledore was experimenting on Newt's Obscurus, and when the uh, it didn't work and it was actually Credence that was born. 
I think he was not just a person fully grown, you know, knowledge. I think it was the baby of Credence. And that's why we see the baby, you know, on the boat. And it's like sinking the real Credence, the fake Credence, the this, the that. So that's how the whole story of like the identity and who like who Credence actually is. That's why it is just so, so confusing. But I hope I cleared some mystery up with that. Now, my third and final talking point for this episode is involving in the first Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and uh, the Sorcerer's Stone, which I just finished, actually. Great to reread, I suggested. Um, I would like to talk about how much Dumbledore actually protected the stone. We know that Dumbledore knew, well, we know that Dumbledore knew, that the stone was extremely dangerous and powerful in the wrong hands, but I don't think we, as the reader, knew how much until this theory. If it's possible to regrow a ex- an extremely powerful and uncontrollable witch or wizard just by having an Obscurus, I think Voldemort's motives weren't just so he could be reborn and he could continue to reign, but so he could make an army and destroy everything in his path. So that's why Dumbledore tried so hard to protect the stone, having layers of defenses and making sure that Voldemort couldn't get the stone. And that's why he had to go to the ministry and then fly back so fast on his broomstick. (laughs) It's just like... There's so many more layers added onto the story with this theory. And that's, I think, one of the great reasons why theories like this, like, they just add so much. There's, like, the top layer, which is what we think happened. Then there's, like, the bottom layer, which is what is actually happening. And then there's, like, the center, which is the theory part of it. And that's kind of like the building block of a theory. If you want to make your own Harry Potter theories, there's a top layer in the store, the bottom layer of the story, and there's a center theory. So that's just why theories like this are just so great. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. If you are hearing this message, then you are a true fan listening to the end. Thank you so much for that. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or theories that you would like to hear on the podcast, you can definitely send me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. If you want more of a one-on-one format, you can send me a DM. My Instagram handle is at thepotterdiscussion. That is at thepotterdiscussion. Got some awesome content coming your way. Make sure you subscribe to never miss another episode. So many things happening, and I will see you soon. As always, make sure that you use this information to your advantage, and I will see you later.